Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Visionary Podcast, a podcast for artists who are ready to reach greater heights in their art careers. I'm your host, Victoria J. Fry, founder of Visionary Art Collective and New Visionary Magazine. Join me for inspiring conversations with some of the most inspirational visionaries in today's art world. Let's jump in. Hey, beautiful souls, and welcome back. Today, we have Kasha Musica back on the podcast. Kasha is a visual artist, a spiritual exploration and manifestation coach, and the designer behind Call to Love Clothing. Kasha, I am so happy to have you back on the podcast today. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much, Victoria, for having me. I'm just super excited to have another conversation. I know, me too. Uh, We had such a great conversation. And for anyone who is tuning in for the first time, one of our first podcast episodes last year was with Kasha, who is a dear friend and an inspiration to us all, I think, (laughs) with the way that she approaches her art practice, the work she does as a designer, and she just shares so many nuggets of wisdom. And I'm really, really excited if you're not familiar with her for you to learn about her journey today. So Kasha, so many questions, but where I wanted to start the conversation was to ask you a little bit about your work specifically as an artist and as a designer. You recently launched Call to Love Clothing, which is so exciting. So tell us about that. Like, how has that journey been for you and what inspired you to start this endeavor? Yes. I mean, that's hell of a journey (laughs) in a good way. (laughs) So my journey really started a couple years back. I would say maybe five years back, but really COVID was uh, this big opening time for me where I actually had so much time an opportunity to really connect deeply within myself and find out like what else is there for me to share with others. And this was this year of, you know, me painting basically every day, sometimes, you know, like starting two projects a day. And it was just my creativity was like blooming so much, I could I could not stop. I mean, I wish that I didn't have to go and sleep because the only thing that I wanted to do is just to be in my studio and create. And it was just an amazing soul exploration, amazing, um, you know, internal dialogue with myself, getting to know myself, but also going beyond, beyond, you know, the persona that I've created and connecting deeply with just everything that it is, right? With this big pot, you know, and uh, and the soup that we all live in because we are all really spiritual beings um, having the human experience. And, you know, it was just um, such an incredible time for me because I didn't have to go anywhere. I was at home. And I remember that my spiritual practice um, really got so much deeper and so much bigger. I basically, you know, spent like at least an hour each day on exploring, meditating and taking deeper spiritual practices. I really developed a very strong connection with my inner guidance. And I really, uh, I think I established this kind of stability within me because, I mean, I think a lot of artists will be able to relate to this. As an artist, we always have this 
a little bit of chaos. The chaos is just a part of life. And I think that chaos also allows us for the creativity to connect and to go deeper with, you know, and be in this in this world that is like unknown. But very often what happens, especially when we are young, that chaos has us instead of us having chaos and using this, you know, in a productive way, right? So I think that was that time where I was able to establish so much inner integrity and stability within me that I had the chaos <laughs> instead of chaos having me. And I remember that I've done a lot of visual exploration about what I would love to create in my life. Who, who am I, right? What am I here? What is this reason that I am here? And what I want to bring and share, you know, with others. And in one of the visions, I, you know, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I just repeat myself here because it's super exciting for me to talk about that. I had this vision about my art walking on the stage. And this vision kept coming back, kept coming back, even though I, I kind of had a little bit of resistance. And I tried to push this away a little bit only because, you know, in my head, in my mind, I couldn't understand what that is. And when I can understand what it is, it just kind of drives me crazy because I can't stop thinking about it. But that vision kept coming back. And, you know, at some point I had this huge opening and aha moment. I was like, wow, this is my art on fabric. I get it. I get it. That's what it is. And I got super excited about it. The moment I got so excited, I started researching uh, different companies, you know, where I could actually play a little bit with that. Because I have to admit, fashion was always a huge part of my life in a way that I think I use fashion as a way, like a pick-me-up moment. If I felt bad or down or something, you know, happened, just dressing up and making myself feel beautiful was something that I use as a tool to let me just, you know, come out of that, like, you know, heavy energy. It was always something lighter because I could feel that I can immediately create something that's beautiful. And beauty, as I think a lot of the artists feel that, right? Beauty is that our way of disconnecting with some, with the heavy burden, with the backpack that we carry, with, you know, all the stories that we told ourselves, how, you know, difficult and bad and and just wrong everything is, right? Which it's only the lens. So to, to to just be able to disconnect with that fashion, you know, and dressing up and like being beautiful and getting accessories and shoes and stuff, you know, and putting my hair up, it was always like a way that I could pick, pick myself up immediately so fast because I felt better about myself. I felt that I'm honoring myself. I felt that I'm deeply connecting with my feminine part and I'm just creating something, you know, and I was always ready for this because, you know, sometimes when it's very heavy and difficult, we don't want to get up from the bed. But for me, that was always like an easy way to just connect and go there. So once I realized that, oh, I'm supposed to create, you know, just clothes and fashion line and share with others, I got super excited. And that's where my journey started. Amazing. And, you know, I've had the pleasure of being a little bit part of your journey and seeing you grow your art, your art career, your creative work. And, you know, I've had it sort of behind the scenes peek into the development of your clothing line. So I know how hard you've worked. But one thing I really appreciate that 
you know, you're speaking on now is how important it is to ask ourselves these big, you know, deep, important questions. Because I think that what can happen for so many of us is when we get caught on the hamster wheel of life and we're just going, going, going and trying to keep up, we're just oftentimes trying to make it through the day. So it's hard to slow down and get centered and get still and really reflect in a in a deep, meaningful way on what it is we want to do in this one precious life that we get. And I think for COVID, it was such a hard time for so many. And it was a time of such intense uncertainty. And, and for many, it was very stressful. But I think if we had to, you know, highlight one positive thing that came out of it is that many of us were given the gift of time. Um, a lot of artists have spoken about this with me on the podcast where during COVID, they had sort of an epiphany or an aha moment of what it is they wanted to do, how they wanted to um, move forward in their art careers. I've spoken with artists who took a long hiatus from from making art and then returned to their practice during COVID and now have continued to sustain it. So I think that there's always a light and a dark to everything. Um, but I love that you really use that time to get clear on what it is you wanted to do and to not just write off the dream you had as a dream, but to think, okay, this might actually be my subconscious telling me something or signaling something for me um, and, and how that kind of shaped the direction that you took. So a, a question that I have for you regarding all of this, because I've seen how much work you've put into your your clothing line in particular, and you've been working on it for, I believe, over a year or maybe even longer, two years, maybe. Um, how were you able to kind of sustain your energy and focus when you decided to start this big project? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, you know, very important question. And I think that, you know, what we often don't realize, because, you know, as you talk about COVID, I think that COVID was actually that huge reset for whole humanity to be able to connect back with what's really true for them. You know, what's real for me, what's true, who I am, what I love, what's in my heart, what's my passion, what I actually want to do. Because, you know, those questions are incredibly important and we need to do that. And I think that one of the things that really kept me, you know, and hold me on my journey was for me, Whenever I went a little bit um, into that heavy energy or, you know, just about to give up because obviously I had a lot of problems and, you know, I had to go through a lot of different pitfalls and not everything went smooth. It was that one thing that I was able always to press that reset button because we need to do this just as we do with our computers. We need to do the same with our mind and with our, you know, thinking process with our emotions, like we need to press the reset. And the reset normally is establish where you are, what is happening for you, however bad it is, and then acknowledge that it's reality that you're experiencing now, but it's not complete truth, right? It's only that glasses that the lenses that you wear because that's how you see everything right now but it's only your thinking and emotions that you know create certain perception of where you are 
but it doesn't it doesn't really reflect reality it's not true so then connect back with the vision what is really important to you what do you love right and what is the intention and reason uh, that you started doing what you're doing because of course when we have project that takes so long right it's very easy to give up and you really need to sustain yourself but you also need to be very mindful you know uh, really grow your awareness and be very honest with yourself how you sabotage what you really truly love so once we establish that you know sabotaging tendency we can just look at them we don't have to uh, put any meaning on it right we don't have to also identify with that and we can connect back with the intention with the passion with the love with what would you love instead of um, feeling the way you're feeling right now? Because yes, of course, we all have those, you know, lower vibrational emotions and that's okay. They show us something too. Maybe this is not the right way to go, right? So then you, you just have to take a different road, you know, but that doesn't mean you need to give up. Yeah, it's so important. And I think that, you know, it's something that actually one of the first mentors that I ever worked with upon launching VAC shared with me as well. She said, there's going to be moments, you know, when you launch your company that are going to be really challenging. And in order for you to not give up, you need to get really clear on your why. Why are you doing this? Because that's going to anchor you. And it's the same for artists in their art career. I feel the same in my art practice, and I'm sure you do too, which is, when I feel like giving up, when I feel like, uh, I, do I even want to continue painting? I remind myself of my why. You know, why is painting so important to me? Why is making art so important to me? What is the message I want to share with others through my art? And the more clear it really, it, the more clear you can get, it, the easier it's going to be to sustain yourself through that process. And it really is worth taking the time, however long that takes to sit with yourself and get clear on the reason that you're doing this in the first place. And sometimes it is as simple as it just brings you joy. And sometimes there's a deeper, more complex meaning or driving force behind what it is you're trying to do. But it is important to get clarity on that. And I know for you, Kasha, getting clear on your why, you know, helped to sustain you through, you know, the, was it two years that it, that it, yeah, two years that it took yes to bring this idea to fruition. And I'm sure you had challenging moments along the way. Um, something also that you and I have been chatting a lot about lately is how easy it can be to, to burn out or to, you know, just get super fatigued, especially when you are working on a long-term project. So can you tell us a little bit about that and any advice that you are, would have for anyone that might be starting to feel that way? Like that why is super important and you need to be able to keep connecting with why and put energy there. And then whenever you start asking how, <laughs> then you know you're going the wrong way because it's very easy to get stuck on how. But how doesn't actually bring any solution. Only why actually gives you direction. You know, because when it's how, we go very mental. Mm -hmm. And we only see a very small picture and we concentrate on problem solving. And the problem solving, uh, when it's from that, 
mind, you know, it's, it's just, sometimes it's just we create more and more and more only to solve, only to pretend that we're doing something and we are busy and we're doing something meaningful, right? But when we actually concentrate on why, we go beyond the mental. We have to, because we need to connect with the passion. We need to connect with something that's beyond us because it's not about us. Because this is the one thing that we need to realize. When there is a passion, when there is an urge that is dreaming and it's, you know, dreaming in our heart, it's almost not ours. We are only a tool for it to be manifested. It's a gift that was given to us. And our responsibility is to get very clear with ourselves so we don't stand in in the way of that passion to actually come to realization. It's a gift. And, you know, it's, a, it's an honor in a way. So who are you to like stop this and not, you know, bring it forth, right? It, it's something that wants to be created. It's something that wants to be experienced and lived. And it's not for you. You are the instrument, but you really serve something much bigger you serve bigger audience. There are others that you're actually serving. So, you know, that way of like disconnecting and not identifying with what you're creating takes and puts the ego a little bit on the side. And that really helps to stay pure in a pure energy of why and really like, you know, put more energy in this passion because you need to really understand like on a daily basis, you know, when you get so frustrated with different little things, you need to like be very clear where actually your energy goes. Because, you know, wherever the energy goes, that's what you're going to bring and create. And you definitely don't want to put a lot of energy into, let's say, problem solving, because that's what you're going to create. You're just going to create problem solving. But that's not the idea, right? That's not the intention. The intention is that you're out of service to something really much bigger. You're out of service to this big, you know, unifying force that we call creativity. And because of that force, everything that we know as it is exists. So it's huge. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes it can even be a little bit overwhelming because I think for a lot of artists, and I can speak for myself as well, when you are naturally a creative being, and I think you can argue that we are all um, creative beings, like as humans, it's part of our nature. But sometimes when we want to create so many things, it's hard to know where to put our focus. And we can feel sometimes a little bit spread thin. That's how I feel sometimes with my own creativity is like, it's this beautiful gift. It is meant to... to serve me, but really to serve others as well. You know, I definitely can relate to what you're saying. And, and I believe in that too, that the work that we do is really an instrument to help others. And when you think about the times that you've had where you've seen a really beautiful painting or a work of art, and you have just felt so moved, you know, it has that, that incredible power. And that's something we, we spoke about in our last episode too. So what, what are your thoughts on artists and creatives when they start to feel you know spread thin when they start to feel a little bit overwhelmed um, and again just coming back to that idea of burnout because this is a hot topic for right now especially this time of year we're recording this episode in the spring of 2023 and I think this is something that so many people are facing 
Can you tell us a little bit about your experience and and what advice or strategies you would give? It's a very important topic, and we can talk, you know, for hours about that. But like, I I'll just say from my experience, I know that what I've learned in this past two years, you know, specifically like the past year, because it was really sometimes very challenging. I, you know, sometimes is this that like. We want so much to be in control of something that we cannot ever control. And we need to understand that the only thing that we can control is really us and our reaction, right? And what we do. Because I know that like there were moments and especially at the beginning, if I knew how much I would have to learn and how much um, of the things that I had no idea about I had to learn, I would feel so overwhelmed that I would probably never even start the project or do anything, right? If I wanted to figure out everything before I've started, I would basically overwhelm myself and probably just kill that passion in, in me. And the thing is, that's why I just said how important it is to keep connecting with the why and not how. Because the how is how I'm going to do all of this. And you know what? You don't need to know the how at all because you're just going to deal with everything as you go. The most important thing is just to start and doing and do things and take just day by day. You know, I I have this like saying that, you know, when um, you don't need to know the whole web to start the first thread, right? Because when the spider starts the web, it, you know, it just takes the first thread and it goes with this. It doesn't think like, oh, you know, I'm going to create this beautiful flower of life and then do this and that, you know. No, <laughs> you, you're just basically doing it, right? And I think that overwhelm and the burnout comes when we want so much to figure out how we want to do it, how everything will go, how much in control of everything we have to be. So we never have to deal with anything that's just not pleasant. And we also don't have to change along the way. Because I think the biggest fear is that we will have to look at ourselves, work on ourselves, admit all this, you know, little dirty secrets that we don't want to look at, right? <laughs> and stuff that we haven't dealt with. Because to be honest, I had to do a lot of inner work just working on my company. Because it's almost like as your business grows and the project comes to realization, you need to grow with it. You cannot be the same person as you started. And that's the huge fear because, you know, you experience this ego death, right? And there's like, ego will never die, but, you know, it kind of transforms, right? We still have the same uh, things. We have the same fears. We have, you know, uh, the same beliefs. We cannot really change them, but we become more aware of them. And that awareness sometimes is very painful because to look at ourselves and admit that it's all because of us, you know, and not blame everything outside takes a lot of courage, you know, and takes really, I mean, you have to be so super brave and like strong, you know, to withstand that because you, you will always experience this inner battle, right? Like, you know, you want, you go for something, you want to do something, but then that all part of yourself, that your comfort zone will always come up and say, hey, this is not safe. Let's not do this, right? And I think the burnout really comes when we start to try to figure out so badly, how can we do this 
and how we can figure out everything and we can achieve what we want to achieve, but then we don't have to change and we don't have to like look at ourselves, you know? And I think it's just also, you know, like a natural part of life because, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this, like, I mean, when you look at the nature, right? Nature goes through this, you know, seasons and we in our life go through those seasons too. You know, there is, um, basically a death of some part of us, something that doesn't serve anymore for something new to be born. And the springtime, it's a very, you know, difficult time because there is so much growth. So that means you need so much energy to grow. And this energy has to come from somewhere. And if we put our energy into not wanting to change and grow, that's when the burnout starts. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many good points that you just made and and so many nuggets of wisdom and I think you're right like one thing that came up for me when I was listening to you talk about this is I think sometimes it's easier to be in a go 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 mindset uh, because then you don't have to stop and <laughs> really face yourself which can be hard or 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 face yourself or just face what it is that you want to change or admit certain things to yourself like it's almost easier i think at times to just keep pushing through and keep that full schedule and just keep powering forward because what can happen when we slow down and i find this sometimes when i take time to meditate is that it can feel really uncomfortable. Things start to rise up that we haven't thought about in a while uh, that maybe we intentionally like don't want to think about, but it's important that we do face whatever those thoughts or fears or you know, whatever those things are. We have to allow them to come to the surface and face them. And I think that because of this, and this isn't the only reason, because I mean, the reality is also there are just so many things that we all have to do in a day and so many responsibilities that we all have, especially, you know, you and I spoke earlier, if you're a mother, if you're a parent, and you also are working one or more jobs, and you also have your art career, and there's just so many things. But um, taking that time to just, I mean, it can literally be 30 seconds, it can be a few deep breaths during the day, to get still with yourself and think about, you know, what is it that I need right now in this moment? Do I need to go for a five minute walk? Do I need to drink a glass of water? Do I need to close my laptop and just like meditate and be still for 10 minutes um, or stretch and reconnect with my body? That's a big one for me, especially when I'm doing a lot of really left brained work uh, for my business throughout the day. And so, yeah, you just bring up a lot of great points. I think sometimes there's a resistance to doing this. Uh, and I think that that can lead to burnout. And I think that also it's not always being honest with what it is that we need to do. Like, you know, you and I had this great conversation yesterday talking specifically about burnout um, and how to avoid it and, and strategies that we can implement. But something that came up in that conversation was how we have to listen to these intuitive signals early on. Otherwise, if we ignore them, we are going to suffer. Our bodies are going to suffer. Our minds are going to suffer. And we're going to get to the point where we crash. You and I have both hit those points before where we've just completely crashed. So can you tell us a little bit about 
experiences that you've had where these intuitive signs have started to come up for you? And how would you recommend responding? You know, what we need to like um, become aware of is that, you know, we, we have our mind, right? And in our mind, we have all these projects and fantasies, right? And uh, we want to get so much done right and that's this our like masculine part you know they want to take action that's you know very predominant in the world and we grew up like that you know we need to be productive we need to get it done you know we need to do it and the part of us that's feminine right that actually is something that supports us you know supports the mind is our body right and it's uh, you know our also like the emotional state right those two kind of need to be in agreement those two need to work together and those two need to be in balance and not fight with each other also not push each other right there is this you know inner love that has to happen and inner understanding and inner dialogue um for us to actually you know really have that you know fulfilling life and the life that you know at the end we can just look back and say I not only done the things that I really wanted, you know, but I did it the way that I really enjoyed my life, you know, because we are here to be happy, you know, we, we are here to enjoy life. You are here to experience. And when we are so much in a doing mode and forget about being, um, at the end of the life, we look back and we miss those, those moments that we didn't allow ourselves just to be, you know. There has to be a balance in between that because it's not just about getting things done, you know. It's not about the result. The process is also important and all that journey is important. And it's kind of cool if you enjoy it, right? Because, I mean, what's the point to just rush through something you know, almost kill yourself in the process, never enjoy, and then get somewhere and then, you know, kind of look back and say, hey, I've missed so much on the way, you know, because I really didn't connect with myself. I, to be honest, at this time, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know uh, what I love in life. I don't have really good meaningful connections you know because i've never established a good meaningful connection with myself and because of this i don't have you know fulfilling life because the truth is that the quality of your life is the quality of the relationships that you have in your life that's the quality and you know that quality of relationships of course depends on the quality of relationship that you have with yourself and if you don't balance those two things, right, that they, you know, at the beginning of the life, seemingly they always fight with each other because, you know, one is so fast and wants to be there and the other one is a little bit slower, you know, because the manifestation takes time. So it's this dance, you know, it's the dance of life and it's almost like the dance of your body and mind, right? Uh, and connection with the spirituality helps this dance you know to actually be beautiful right it's just a little bit like a tango right <laughs> you you kind of need to allow yourself to be in that energy you know and you know not to push yourself right too much or to the extent 
where you're actually breaking down. Because I think that that's what really happens. We do need to understand that, like, we live in this, you know, 3D reality, right? That there is a lot of duality, right? Like there is a day and night and there is, you know, the feminine, masculine and, you know, the hot and cold, right? But there are, you know, the qualities of really the same one stick, right? So for us to be able to live the life, we need to really measure to go and meet somewhere in the middle, right? Because that's the golden rule that like long time ago, Aristoteles said about, right? I mean, we we might never get there, but that's the aim to meet somewhere in the middle, you know? Because in that middle part, you know, you don't have to be pulled into two different directions. You can just balance. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I feel like I could listen to you talk about this for hours because you always share so much great wisdom. And yeah, I just love and appreciate so much what you are saying about connecting with joy. I mean, this is something that came up in our last podcast episode too, but honestly, it's so easy to forget because we get so caught up in our to-do lists. And, you know, I don't want to take anything away from just the reality of the responsibilities we have. We all have to-do lists and a lot of those things are important, but it is this idea of coming back to joy and balancing it out. Because if we are in that masculine go, go, go left-brained energy all the time, we can burn out really quick. And sometimes we have to be okay with not getting the tasks done in the time frame that we want if it means enjoying the process a little bit more. Um, I shared with you yesterday during you know our amazing Instagram Live that we did that I recently turned down a great opportunity for my business because I promised myself that this month in particular would be a time of rest and replenishment for me. And that doesn't mean that I'm not working. Um, and it doesn't mean that I still have, you know, that I don't have tasks to take care of every day. I do. But it means that I'm taking extra time this month to go for a walk on my lunch break, even if it's for 15 minutes, to rest on weekends um, and not work, uh, you know, on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I had to ask myself when that opportunity came up, is this in line with the intention that I set for myself for this month? And it wasn't. And so the more we can practice that and really asking ourselves, what would bring me joy today? Yes, I have all of these things I have to take care of, but can I go for a quick walk? Um, can I, you know, <laughs> just sit in the park for a few minutes or take a few minutes to listen to my favorite song in, in my office? Or it can be such small things that bring us joy. But the more that you can connect with that energy, I think the better chance you have of, of striking that balance that you're referring to. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, when you were talking, I just kind of felt I wanted to say one more thing because, you know, I think that burnout and heaviness, it's also very much so created with us proving, right? Proving to others that we can do it. And we search so much for this external validation, you know, that keeps us in the self-made prison, where in reality, you will never find enough of external validation. You know, the self-validation is all that we actually yearn for and want, you know? And that was actually like, you know, one of the reasons um, 
you know, for the name of my company, because the name of my company is called To Love, you know, and the idea was that um, there is always a call. There is always a call within us, you know. There is this call that you need to pick up, answer that, you know, phone, you know, and listen to that voice, you know, connect with that because that's your inner guidance, that's your love, that's your passion, that's where you find the joy and fulfillment. And that's where you will give enough of self-validation to yourself that that crazy rat race, you know, and searching for, you know, yourself outside and searching for that love outside, you know, at some point won't be even anything you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. We do have to go within to get those answers. It's the only place that we can really get that clarity. And I love that you chose that for the name of your clothing company because it's so true to this, you know, what we're talking about and this this idea of going inwards and finding out what is your call to love. You know, for yes. for some it's to create and for others it's to like we all have a different call to love. There's, you know, for some of us, it's to write. Um, there's so many different ways we can express ourselves. There's so many different ways that we can make the world a better place. And for you, I know that it's been through your art practice and now it has, you know, grown to incorporate your clothing. So I'd love to hear more about the clothing company. And can you just tell us for anyone who's not familiar, and if you are not, I highly recommend looking at Kasha's website to view this new line of clothing. We'll include everything in the show notes, but can you tell us like, what can we find for someone who has never seen a call to love before? Yeah. So, you know, as I just mentioned before, the idea for me became so clear that we have to wear clothes every day, right? And the clothes are like our second skin. It's almost like this business card to the world, right? It's our representation, you know, and reflection of what we carry within. I thought, you know, it would be just so, because art is just such an amazing way of connecting deeply, right? Of connecting beyond the language, beyond the mind, beyond the beliefs, right? So I just thought, what better way, you know, if not like fashion and a piece of a clothing to have for people to be able to put something on and know that this is they told them, this is the little thing to be able to connect energetically with something that, you know, they want to bring into their life more, right? They want to manifest more. They want to feel connected. So you put on this like second skin, right? You put on some type of energy that you want to swim in, that you want to embrace, that you want to bring more into your life. And because you have this, you know, very visual <laughs> reminder every day, you know, you more actually put energy into that. That was my idea because I know that the language that we have with ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves, and I think that Bruce Lee said, like, be very mindful of the words that you direct to yourself because words are just the energy and they create your reality, right? So I thought, you know, it would be just so amazing to be reminded all the time about, you know, this non-tangible word, you know, that it exists, but because of this word, everything is manifested and be more mindful. And then, you know, embrace the energy that you want in life, embrace the self-love, self-care, and really like, you know, 
self-exploration, to connect deeply with your heart, you know, and to, to just feel encouraged to create from heart because every single piece of my clothing was created based on my art. Every piece of my art was created because I connected with my heart and it was deeply, you know, emotional, but also like explore, you know, it took a lot of exploration to be there. So, you know, I feel that, you know, anything that's created is created with energy and the energy that is created with is present in that because I, you know, I, from like very early child, I knew that if I walked into the room, I knew exactly what was happening there. And I knew, you know, what kind of setup happened there and what even happened in the past because you could feel it. So I wanted people to be able to put that second skin, even if they don't feel good, have this amazing energetic connection, you know, and embrace this more in life. So then this heart connection can be created. It's so beautiful. I just love your mission so much because it's so true and it's so connected to your heart, as you're saying, and you're so clear on what it is that you want to bring. And your clothing really is a true celebration of, I think, femininity and the divine. And, you know, I have the pleasure of, of recently receiving one of your beautiful dresses that I ordered and the fabric was so soft and it really does feel like you are wrapping yourself in the energy of love, the colors. Um, it's just gorgeous. And I'm so proud of you. And can you tell us a little bit about like what kinds of clothing you have for anyone who might be interested? Because you have a lot of different, a lot of different products and a lot of different styles, but the, the mission is the same for all of the beautiful garments that you have. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. So I have, you know, beautiful, gorgeous silk dresses, like one of the dresses I'm wearing right now. And, you know, wearing this beautiful silk fabric that's like very soft and feminine already gets you, you know, very like into that place where you just feel, you know, very feminine, you know, but like in that love energy, and it's a very cute, easy dress that you can like wear with heels or flats. And, you know, you, you just feel beautiful because I think the idea for me was when you put on something, you know, you bring the beauty, the beauty from within, because really, you know, the beauty is in the soul. And when you connect with the soul, right, then this connection can be seen in the eyes. And that's really the real beauty of a woman, you know. It's not really in that physical body as much as in that energy that you carry. And that's really what I wanted so much to embrace. So there are beautiful dresses, but I also have like active wear. I have some really amazing uh, track suits, um, you know, some robes. Um, I have um, some purses and also like a little bit of homeware, like little pillows and blankets. Um I have some funny packs if people like that. I have um, baseball cups, you know, just all different things. And I believe that everyone can find something little, you know, if they actually just want to try. Um, there is like, there are those beautiful fabrics uh, of sarong and I'm going to bring more scarves. So, I mean, you know, my imagination is that it's just going to expand and grow more and more. It absolutely will. And 
I mean, I can really vouch for the fabric because I am very sensitive to fabric. Uh, My skin is super sensitive to anything. In fact, I have a hard time ordering clothing online now because of, unless I know that it's like, you know, a, a fabric that will be fine for me. But I can tell you that the dress that I ordered is so soft. It's so soft and so luxurious and so comfortable and also very chic. Um, and I just love what you're doing. You are so in tune, I think, with what it is that you want to do here on this earth in your work as an artist, as a designer. And there's this beautiful confidence that can comes through with everything that I've seen you do. And I think for anyone listening, you know, if we had to kind of summarize some key points from today's conversation, it would be to get really still and clear on what it is that you want to do in your work as an artist, as an entrepreneur, um, moving forward, you know, and, and get really anchored to that why. And to build in time to connect to joy and to rest and to enjoy the process. I mean, Kasha, one of the most, you know, important reminders you shared during this conversation, I think, was just how important it is for us to remember that the process is really what it is about. It's, you know, we hear this over and over again. It's not the final destination, it's the journey, but actually it's so true. Um, We have to slow down and we have to remember that um, the journey is going to be full of highs and lows, but it's going to also be full of a lot of growth if we're doing it right, and if we're doing it in a way that's authentic and and true, uh, we'll experience that beautiful growth that's going to take us to that next level. And it's going to positively impact everyone around us as well. Yes, that's a beautiful summary. I couldn't I couldn't have done it better. And, you know, really, the idea of us being here on Earth is all about growth. You know, growth is why we are here, you know. So if we don't allow in that process for that inner transformation to happen and be aware of that, then we're kind of missing that, you know? It's an important reminder. And I always love having these conversations with you because it always brings me back to what's important. I always feel sort of spiritually and emotionally replenished (laughs) after we have one of these discussions because it, I think one thing that I just appreciate about you so much is you bring a, a really great perspective and sometimes we can very easily lose our perspective. Um, and so it's just reminding ourselves, why are we doing what it is we're doing? Um, have we outgrown it? Is there something else we want to do? And not being afraid to really answer those questions. Oh, absolutely. That's the one thing that we need to like really do on everyday basis is to establish what's my perception and what's my vision. What is my perception and what is my vision? Ooh, that's great. And I'm going to include that in the show notes as well, because (laughs) that's really good. I'm going to, I'll be taking uh, those questions with me to reflect on. I've started a new journaling practice. And so I will definitely uh, be reflecting on those. But Kasha, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Always an amazing time with you. Can you tell us where can we learn more about Call to Love Clothing, website, Instagram? Tell us all of the, all the things and I'll include it in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Um, so there is a website that I just recently launched and I'm super excited about it. It's www.call, 
number two, love.com. And it's the same name for Instagram. It's called uh, dot number two dot and love. Amazing. We'll drop it in the show notes. And thank you so much, Kasha, again. And thank you for everyone for tuning in to another uplifting and inspirational episode. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and supporting our platform. To learn more about New Visionary Magazine, head over to visionaryartcollective.com magazine. You can order individual copies on Amazon or subscribe annually to digital issues. We also have opportunities to get featured in the magazine, so be sure to join our newsletter and follow us on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or tag us on Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.